but every single person in America watched him get up and stumble and go, that man's got a concussion. Hey, welcome back, sports fans. It is yet another episode of Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPF. This week on the show, there's only one 4-0 team left. Are the Eagles really that good? The Chiefs are missing their long ball, but everything else seems to be clicking for them. And the Lions, if they could just have a bad defense, they might be undefeated. That and so much more this week on the show. You can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast or on all major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, all the good ones. Go search Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPF. We are on uh, social media with Instagram and Twitter. Again, that's Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPF. Just go over there and search for the only ones. And, of course, we have our own dedicated YouTube channel, Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPF. RPF, my friend, great to see you as always. How are you doing this week? I'm good. You know, I mean, first of all, on Sunday, I didn't have that pressure of watching the Dolphins, right? So, so that was good. And then just <laughs> right. the only the only big obstacle this week was trying to avoid pumpkin spice, everything. That was trying to, like, you know, weaving <laughs> right. and wobbing. It's, you know. it's October. Were, yep. Oh, my God. It's like enough already. With the, in, in this part of the country, you know, it's a little bit like pumpkin-rific already. Right. It's like, right. okay, enough. But then that only segues into the horror that is the holidays. So right. I think this, this is actually <laughs> – right. so pumpkin right. spice might be like a precursor to the – Right, to right, the, right. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah it's, it's you know what? It, it's funny. It's always it's always really like like relieving when your team's not playing on Sunday because you're just like you're like. <sighs> it feels like I can watch. I mean, actually, honestly, without that 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 pit that that hor- especially for Dolphin fans that that horrible pit. Even when we're up by two touchdowns, we're like we're going to lose. You know that type of feeling. And further, it's also. October is like the perfect time, like where baseball gets going, the, you know, really in, in yes. earnest, you know, playoffs. Yeah. So that's exciting. The basketball is making noise about starting in NHL, starting like the, you know, rumblings about opening their camps. And then you have football in full flight. So it's kind of yeah. like really, really cool time for sports fans. Yeah, uh, and yeah. College football is going, and you know, it's everything's going. Yeah. And uh, speaking speaking quickly on on baseball, we'll we'll probably cover that a little bit more in depth on the next show because we'll yeah. we'll be we'll be swinging into the playoffs at that point. The judge. <laughs> um, no, a real quick funny story. So, you know, one of my one of my greatest friends when I was from when I was playing Jesse Chavez. I've talked about him on the show before. He's like the I think he is the most traded player in the MLB. <laughs> um, I think maybe ever. I don't know, but definitely <laughs> currently. And this year alone, um, he's been with three teams. He started with the Cubs, and then he went to the Braves. He was with the Braves when they won the World Series. So he right. started with the Cubs. He went to the Braves, and then he went to the Angels. These are all teams he's played for in the past. And then he went to the Angels, and then a friend of mine was uh, sent me a text message randomly the other night, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, your buddy Chavi can still bring it. You know, he's throwing like 92, 93. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was thinking, I was like, how are you watching the Angels? Like, you know, we're in New York. You know, and he's like, he's like, I'm like, how are you watching them? He's like, oh, they're playing the Mets. And I was like, who is? And he's like, the Braves. And I was like, wait. So then I, had to, then, I, then, I had, then I had to look him up and sh- sure as shit. He's I back. think I have a theory about your friend. I think he keeps like he, there's two theories. One is he has a lot of like he knows where every skeleton's buried, so he literally can blackmail <laughs> totally. his way to anything. Totally. Or or he just keeps his leases going, subletting <laughs> everywhere he goes. God. So he can just slip into his old apartment <laughs> right. and the same same right. Wi-Fi, the same cable. Right. You know. Yeah. That's, that's no, it's it's crazy. So yeah, he's he's back with the Braves. Obviously, you know, they so they just beat up on the Mets and they're they just you know, they're moved into first place in the East. Oh, and the I'm poor like poor Mets, man. The poor Mets the, collapsing again. Jesus. It is the poor Mets. But I was, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, Javi, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I texted him and I was like, a, I can't keep track of you anymore. <laughs> no, no, come on, tell the truth. He he wrote back, "Who dis new phone?" Who, right? Who dis new, <laughs> new phone? No, I was like, I was like, a, I can't keep track of you anymore. And B, like, you son of a bitch. Like, oh, well, let me get traded over to one of the best teams in the National League right before the playoffs uh, start. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll be like traded next season to the Yankees or something. It'd be really annoying. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, okay. um, so yeah, we'll get into baseball next week. After you know, they'll have the let's, uh, get, let's get him on on the podcast. Yes, we'll, be, I'll work on that. I want to hear all. I want to hear all your. The, all, all your 
like morally bankrupt stories from back in the day. <laughs> and right. I, I know there's plenty of those because uh, we lived a few of those after the day. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. If they exist after the day, they certainly exist in the day. Right. Exactly right. All right, yes. football. 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 Oh, oh, football's happening. Right, 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 right. Um, so hey, I'll give you one headline. Can okay. I give you one headline? Yep. The 49ers are for real. 49ers are for real. Unexpectedly led by their what the F defense of theirs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And um, Samuel woke up at the same time. So yeah. um, poor Rams, <laughs> you know, had to, like, bite the bullet. But the 49ers, they look good. And Garoppolo, I'm telling you, that 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 stud in the pocket passer. Yes. If but they need. If I'm telling you, it's, it gives confidence to the team. I think it just they they have a different swag about them. Swagger about. Them. Yes. Um. Agreed. I I think so. I think that game. So obviously we're talking about the the Monday night game. Um. I think that game was uh, that was like the combination of like you know we always talk about like oh did did this team win the game or did this team lose the game like to me that was kind of a combination of both so like the Rams the Ram like. Admittedly, the Rams are not who I thought they were going to be. Like they're just, I had them, I had them being much better. Uh, I had them in Super Bowl. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I yeah, had them in Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I think I may have as well. Um, yeah, but you know they they don't they don't they do not look great at all. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I was going to go to it, get into it later, but I'll just I'll just jump in now because it was the Niners and the Rams are truly two teams that are just off what I thought they would be. Right, just different. Yeah. Yep. Right, the Rams, like we said, we just they kind of they're not the wheels aren't off the cart yet, but it's definitely a problem. And and I, and I ran into one stat that I find it because I was just anecdotally, or at least to my to the naked eye, it seemed like every time Stafford drops back, he looks for Cooper Cup, which is understandable. Cooper Cup is yeah. next level; he's a once in a generation receiver and all that stuff. And in fact, I would love, I always look forward to his interviews with Cooper with you know after the game. Cooper Cup is like breaking down his. Routine and his run, you know. But I'm thinking, but Cooper Cup is—he's looked to Cooper Cup 40% of the time. He's passed the ball, which is way, is up almost 10% from last season. Yeah. That over reliance on Cooper Cup yeah. is also for the first time ever in his career. Stafford hasn't thrown a quarter—I mean, a touchdown—in two games in a row. Wow. That's never happened. So, yeah, yeah Cooper Cup's numbers are like, yeah, a catch is 112 yards. That type of stuff. It's 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 baseline for him, but. We have to they, they have to diversify their offense. If not, they're not going to make it. Because people yeah. know double, triple team cup, and where else is he going to go? The tight end is the second choice, but he doesn't drop the ball off. He doesn't check down. And Stafford lived this nightmare in Detroit. He better diversify because he had Megatron and no one else. So now he's now Cooper Cup and no one else. That he has to be broken of that habit and quick if the Rams are to go deep into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I, I agreed for sure. Um... Yeah, too much, too much reliance on Cooper Cup for sure. Um, and then you know, get, just getting back into the 49ers, you know, like you said, they 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 they've just come alive. Um, yeah, the defense. Yeah, yeah they, they they look good. They look real yeah, good. Yeah, they do. They look legit. I mean, they look fully balanced. They looked, you know, I mean, they look like an NFL team. I mean, so, they look good. <laughs> Weird. I mean, that's uh, not a given for <laughs> half the teams. That, you know, AKA, you know. Um, so, so kind of along that si- that same note, uh, another team that when I watched them play, I went. It was the first time this year I went, oh dang, um, and that was the Chiefs. You know, because Mahomes adjusted. I mean, like, yeah. And so you know, they're it. They, Look, they Mahomes went in, woke up from his fever dream and said, "Oh my in, God, they went in, Ty- Tyreek is really gone." So now what? <laughs> they, they went in. They went into the Buck Stadium there and just. I mean, they just put it on them, and it's not even. The Bucks, you know, again, getting back to like who won, who lost. Like the Bucks did not lose that game. Like at least Tom Brady didn't. The, the defense, um, you know, struggled a little well, bit. Well, Brady, by the way, I'm sorry. It's not. He's. I think he's a. Okay. Yes, he's the goat of all time, and I, I don't want to hear it. Yes, no one is better than Tom Brady. He, you know, his his farts smell like strawberries. I get all that. Tom Brady cannot do anything wrong. But I will tell you this. He is believing his own press because he's not relying on anyone else. He's putting it on his. He's putting that 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 burden on himself only. He's not spreading the ball around. He's not running the ball. I mean, Fournette needs twenty carries just to get going. So they're not patient that they're getting behind. I think Brady's putting on himself without having the weapons he had before. He never. He doesn't have an element or a Gronk anymore, or you know, the safety valves third and seven. So he's just forcing the ball in, and he's. Also, sorry, but he's not 72 years old. So he, he needs to have a balanced offense to win, I think. And he doesn't right now. I but, guess he's not. He or whomever's playing, call it playing, playing, 
calling the plays are not giving him with the team a fair shot, I think, in diversifying their play call. But this, it's all on Brady. But this, I, I mean, yeah, maybe. But so that's that's not. That's not the direction I was heading. I was, I'm oh, disagreeing fine. with you. I'm saying, I'm, oh. I mean, he threw for 384 yards or something like that and three touchdowns. Right. Wait. And they lost by two touchdowns. Okay. So no. that tells you what? That tells They'll, you that they, they lost. They lost by one and a half touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> two scores. Okay. God, are we being, are we fact checking now? This is going to be a whole <laughs> new direction for this podcast well, if we're fact checking. Well, no, yeah, I'm just saying, like, you're, it, I feel like you're blaming Brady for the loss, and no, I, it's, I, the team it's a, has to has to trust other players on the team. But but okay, let me put it this way: you're talking about the offense of the Bucks. I don't think there's a problem with the offense of the Bucks. Okay, all the defense. Yeah, well, the defense is a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> and they're well, what I'm saying. So this all started because I was talking about the Chiefs. The Bucks actually have a great defense. It's mm-hmm. just that the Chiefs went in there and just steamrolled them. And yeah. I like I that, I'm t- like that was. <laughs> The first game from the Chiefs this year that I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> and the Bucks defense have kept them in the games prior to this. I mean, so yes. it's kind of been a weird – It hasn't. they haven't gelled yet. It's just, they still feel oddly like they're in preseason-ish well, mode still. Right. Well, I mean, so Brady – last – last uh, not last night, uh, Sunday night. Sunday night was the first time, other than I think the opener, that Brady had Evans, Godwin mm-hmm. – um, and Julio Jones, all together, yeah, all together. So, and and they put up thirty-one points. Like it makes it, a big difference. Yeah, yeah, it makes a huge difference. I mean, you can't even talk about last week. He didn't have anyone. He literally had no weapons. <laughs> like, yeah, he literally. I mean, I almost <laughs> ran out there out of pity. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, by the way, do you think there's a coincidence whether page six, the New York Post infamous gossip column, um, had a photo of Giselle in Miami working out with some like. I think it was shaman person from Brazil, like like basically a voodoo doctor. You, you think Giselle is putting a spell on the on, on the whole Tampa Bay region? <laughs> First the hurricane, now that I don't think I think don't underestimate a supermodel from Brazil. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> don't underestimate. Hell have no fury yeah. like a supermodel from Brazil scoring. Okay, I'm just saying. Tom Brady, I've said it. Episode one, two through five. Please call your wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of the NFL and all of humanity, right. yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scorn, the scorn of a supermodel from Brazil. Um, but yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs looked, uh, Chiefs in my opinion looked looked exceptional. Yes. Um, the Chiefs, by the way, I, I, I mentioned this just now. Mahomes is actually. He's just Mahomes, man. He's just fun to watch. Hey, and also, that, that little dunk pass that he did when he scrambled, I mean, it's just next level. I just, level. I said, yeah, who I does like, that? stop you know? it. I, just, I, I, I know, right. I, like, I, had to, I, I had to replay it. I, before the replay, I stopped it to my, replay. I was like, oh, my God. My literal <laughs> yeah. reaction was, come on. I was like, it's not even yeah, fair. That's like, that's like Rafa, Roger Federer stuff in tennis. You know, that's like just that's just beyond trickery and skill. It's just like an instinct, a winning instinct that he has. It's just it's, it's amazing. But I will say this: it's no longer the long ball. It's no longer like the you know going yeah. down to Kelsey for eight fifty yards on field or check down or f- yeah. fake the play action and Tyreek right. goes. It's now it's now like a it's like a Patriots offense from yep. ten years ago, eight yep. years ago. It's yeah. now like the the seven yard slash. It's it's now like the actual dunk pass. You know the third and six to Kelsey. Again. I think it's it's effective. It's not as flashy, but it is. Highly effective, and it's, yeah. by the way, you have, you have homes to kind of mix it up in case it doesn't go according to plan. So I think it's a very yeah. convincing argument that they're going to be deep, deep in the playoffs again. So yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know, speak, speaking of of Patriots of the past, my Patriots, man, they, I, I'm afraid, I'm, I'm, I am so afraid. I, I, oh Hang my on. god, I didn't call you this weekend. I was like, I, I was watching. I was like, I can't talk to you. Right now. I, I, was like, I was like, I am, I am so petrified that they're going to turn into this team that, like, that hangs in every single game and like like i was watching the, like we were the winning. dolphins from last season yes we were no <laughs> we were winning at halftime against the packers and i was like oh we're do- oh my god and then but then, but then we never like you know we we hung in with the ravens and we we blew it at the end but like i'm petrified that we're gonna that we're gonna like at halftime we're gonna be either tied or winning like every game but just never win them. <laughs> well, look, look, you still have Belichick as, as a coach, so you, you, you're going to play better than your team is. So therefore, you're going to be close to, te- yeah, or winning against teams that you shouldn't be beating. And ultimately, the earth spins around, and you come back to earth, and you're basically <laughs> losing the game. But I will tell you this: 
The Packers are rule number one of Aaron Rodgers, of, besides his manifesto and, and the cabin he's writing with his, <laughs> with his greasy hair, is that you stop him once in overtime, you better score. Yep. If not, bye-bye for sure. Oh, it, more, worse than that. So we we stopped him, and we our ball we started at the 50. I don't know how – I mean, you need 12 yards, and you win the game. So – there you go. Yeah. I mean, I kept thinking, I mean, that's when you need a Gronk or an element. You yeah. Saying? That's, what, that's, that's what's missing. Yes. No. But, but I will tell you this about the Packers, though. This is interesting. And, you know, I give them a hard time because, I, you know, what, what's the word? I hate Aaron Rodgers. But I will say this. Um, <laughs> the Packers have three easy games coming up. The Bills have three easy games coming up. Okay. They're both three and one right now. They could be heading for a week eight showdown at a six and one that could break the regular season record for for viewers. I think it could be really it could, fun. Yeah, it'd be a fun game. I I don't um I think the Bills win that one, but Oh, I I I think they win handedly. You do? I, okay. I, I you know honestly I'm, I'm... Wait, save this clip for the for, yeah. for the week for week. <laughs> I want to make sure we preserve this for the for the sports Smithsonian but I want to make sure that we um I do. I I, I mean yes, I, just from you know, from what I from what I see, from what I watch, I don't, the yeah, Packers are not that impressive. Like they're not, they're not, they're not at all. And like listen, again, this, this is coming from a Patriots fan. Like speaking of which, good segue. I'm not that impressed that you beat the Patriots. Like <laughs> okay, right. I'm gonna go right right on your heels. You know what I'm not impressed either with. Wait for it. The Eagles. Yeah. Four zero. Okay. okay. Basically, Alabama could beat all the four teams that that the Eagles have beaten this year. And next week, they won't prove anything else. They're playing the Cardinals. So I'm not convinced. Until they beat a Ravens or a Bills, like, by the way, the Dolphins did, or, like, like those teams that are just – or the Chiefs, or I'm, I'm not convinced. I think they're a great – I think they're a good team. They're going to win the division because it's the, NFC, it's the NFC East. Although the Cowboys – don't sleep on the Cowboys – in that, yeah. in that second string quarterback, which by the way, he's the only quarterback in Dallas history who's ever started four and zero with his first first four games for the Dallas Cowboys, really? and I can't remember his name. So I'll tell you to tell you how upside down the world is. But I will tell you, the Eagles. I know I'm, it's an unpopular opinion. People love the Eagles because they're a hard luck team and all that stuff. I don't just don't see besides the quarterback performing well against teams he should. Mm-hmm. I don't see the dominance anywhere. Or like the oh my god the Eagles are on my schedule I'm terrified you know sure um, anyway but, that's just my opinion but you know it comes down to who do you see in the NFC beating them in the NFC uh, well the Niners look good I think I think the Cowboys with Dak Prescott he wants to come back this Sunday so I mean let me if, let me if Prescott is playing at full potential that's gonna be a fun a fun playoff wild card round uh-huh. Eagles at Cowboys or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I, so I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I, I, I do think they are a little bit overhyped right now, but, mm-hmm. but just given the nature of the way the NFC is, is sort of shaped out at the moment, like yeah. it's kind of like, could I see them? Could I see them at a, at the NFC championship game? I'm like, I, I kind of could. I mean, it will be a good story. I don't think, I mean, does anyone? Well, yeah, because the Bucks and the Packers are like not impressive that, that impressive either. So that's going to be interesting. And the Rams are floundering until the Rams. Maybe, yeah, so. Rams are floundering big time. I mean, obviously, the obviously Niners we, could the Niners could, could streak and win a bunch of stuff. Obviously, in a row right. And, obviously, we have a long way to go, um, yeah. and a lot can happen between now and then. But I'm just speaking saying, of yeah. At the moment, at the moment, right now, there's yeah. nobody in the NFC that I'm like. There's, that's true. No, look, they, if they I'm ranking, if I'm power ranking the NFC, there's no denying the Eagles have to be on top. But right. it's a soft one. I'm not saying it's, a, it's right. a bullet and you know terrifying everyone. Right. I think I will say the same thing here with the Ravens, which is a good segue here for us as well. Yep. Okay, the Ravens are consistently top seven, eight in the power rankings everywhere because how could they not be? They have Lamar. They have all these, I mean, incredible weapons, and they're and they're just solid until. Uh, until until the they're not midway through the third quarter, they, they go, "Wait, is this football? What is this sport we're playing? Oh, where, where's the cricket bat? You know, yeah. that's no. It's literally like the three stone, like the like the Keystone Cops back there. Is that the old reference? Or like you know, like uh, Bad News Bears? I mean, what, yeah. what what's a younger reference? You know, um, yeah. High School Musical. <laughs> anyway, basically, the Glee team, the Glee club, yeah. <laughs> playing football. It's how could they lose? They won 102. Did you see the stat? The Ravens have won 100 wins and two losses in 
20 years of existence when they when they're leading by 17 points at halftime. They, they're one and two this season <laughs> against the so, Bills and Dolphins. Massive collapses within two, three weeks of each other. That's not a formula for success. And, and now other teams, by the way, logically, every defense, every defensive coach is going to be like, let's look at the Dolphins and the and the and who, who, who they lose to. Um, in the Bills, let's look at the Bills and Dolphins schemes, and because they're not going to change, you know what? What are the Ravens going to counter with? Oh, let's cover the man, you know. So anyway, I'm just saying that it doesn't bode well for long-term success if already quarter into the season you've collapsed massively to 17-point leads. Yeah, in the third quarter. I mean, yeah, they're really bad. Crazy. And and um, you know, actually, that's that's the that's the topic of my uh, this this weekend in huh. So, oh, oh, sorry. So, I told, so we kind of previewed it. Okay. <laughs> a little, little preview, but um, but yeah, it uh, it the, like it just I'm 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 tired of this like going for it mentality. Like it's gone too far. Like like this, you know, it two words for you: har and ball. Okay, these are <laughs> anyone named not named Harbaugh is more measured in their approach to life yeah. in general. I mean, can you imagine? I just thinking. I kept thinking about Harbaugh and how he would apply that logic in his life. Like, should, do I have time? Do I? Can I squeeze into that parking space? I think I can. I think, <laughs> you know, massive <laughs> grinding car crash. Or, hmm, can I beat the train to pass the train tracks? Or do I? You know, I mean, this guy just yeah, eleven percent success rate. He he views it as a good gamble. So. <laughs> You know, there's a law of physics and math. They do yeah. not apply or enter his brain. So yeah. it's it's fun for us if it works once in a while, but it's heartbreaking and yeah. maddening. You know, in fairness, it, I can't pick on just him. It's like it, it's this, you know, anal- the analytics of the NFL. No, I, I blame his parents. And it, I blame his <laughs> I blame his summer camp counselor. I blame people who gave him false con- – I gave him the second grade teacher who gave him a blue ribbon just for showing up. Everyone I blame all, a, a bunch of people. But <laughs> Um, no, I just, it, it, like across the NFL, like, it, like, it's like, no, no one punts anymore, which is, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I don't disagree with it, but it's gone, it's gone too far. Like, it's like, it, it it's like fourth down no longer is even like a, a concern. It's like, oh, fourth and five. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> well, well, you have to give us credit because the Dolphins credit, because at least we made our punt fun. The butt punt is still, you know, a vernacular that had never existed before in the history of football. So now the butt punt is now part of our, it's going to be probably added to the, to, to Webster's dictionary this past, this next year. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm using enough alone in my social media to make sure it become enters the, 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 the lexicon of our popular culture zeitgeist. Um, can we talk about my favorite team to hate? We got called this from day one, the Steelers. Oh, yeah. The Steelers, I don't hate them historically, but this year I just knew, which they completely announced that Mitch Trubinsky is their starting quarterback. I'm like, yeah. Trubinsky, who was like run out of town from Chicago, only to be replaced by a worse quarterback in Justin Fields. I literally cannot believe the Trubinsky. I said, and they had the audacity of beating the Bengals of week one by a missed extra point. And I said, and people were like, oh, the Steelers are back. And Coach Cower on NFL Today is like, yeah, you know, Steelers. I'm like, dude, your team is terrible. <laughs> and here it is. They're terrible. Yeah. Mitch Trubinsky is terrible. Yeah. They're, 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 to me, they're the worst team in the NFL. And that's going to be boring. I, I that's, don't, that's hard to don't refute. Be, that's hard to don't refute. Be, don't be surprised if they go three and whatever, 14. Or three and whatever it is, 14, yeah. yeah. So I think that's going to be – I mean, now, having said that, of course, because karma is a bitch and it likes my face, it's going to – the offense play the Steelers this year. So, and, of course, that's the revenge game against, you know, my favorite Brian Flores. <clears throat> so that's going to be interesting. And I think Tua is scheduled to – be in that game. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. But ultimately, if the Steelers beat the Dolphins, I have to eat crow. But I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Even with Teddy, I cannot, I cannot win a game. Bridgewater as quarterback for the Dolphins. We cannot lose that game. Because I will be in, I will, I will be despondent. I'll be open about it. So that game in particular, <laughs> I'd rather lose to the Bears and Lions that we also play than, than to the Steelers. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. It, it, it's... You're, I, it's it's almost hard to say because they're so they've been so good for so long and they're just right and they're no, always crazy. there that yeah. like I'm like I'm like yeah like, it's a bit like your team it's a bit like you, the Patriots well when you say uh, when you say they they might be the worst team in the NFL at first I'm like no way but then I'm like eh. do I mind you Jags are two and two 
Yeah. <laughs> the Texans manage a tie. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, talk talk about another team with a record uh, that that again as as I teased in the intro, if, if if they had a bad defense, they'd probably be undefeated. The, oh, the Lions. Poor Lions. The oh my god, that fan base. Lions. Oh my god. I mean, they lost thirty to thirty five or something, right? My god. I cannot. I cannot. The fun I've, offense to watch. The defense is like. Uh, <laughs> they just passed me. You know, it was just like no one's tackling. No one. I mean, oh my god! I mean, what was that mean? Was it the who was the one? Did you, did you see that um, game that the, the guy was running through the end zone and some 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 like defensive lineman dove for his ankles like he was yes. like ten yards away. Yeah, was that? That, was, <laughs> sorry, that, that was almost that was like this best. weekend, huh? <laughs> that was really great. I mean, and what was the snarky thing from Barstool Sports? Is that good? Almost got him, man, or something <laughs> like me. Like, like ten yards away, like he dove for no reason. <laughs> like he dove. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot which game it was, but it was a very funny thing. But the Lions, man, oh my god! And, you know, and I have a soft spot for the Lions. You know, we watch them every year in Thanksgiving. You know, we they're kind of like a quasi poor yeah. man's America's team. You know, and and they've had moments of that. Barry Sanders, they had Megatron, they had you know Stafford before, and they they get close but no cigar. But this is ridiculous. It and is. then they have a coach, Dan Campbell. Who, Former Dolphin coach, which I have a soft spot for, and he's a good guy, and he's like very popular with the team. And but man, do, do we need a defensive coach there or a defensive scheme? It's they cannot. They've lost like, yeah, like, like you said, if they were just bad, they would be. <laughs> they'd be like the New Eagles. Like, the, 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 the Eagles and Lions are undefeated. Who, I'm, who knew? You know? I'm, I'm looking at their scores right now. They've scored 38, 36, <laughs> 28, yeah. and four uh, and forty five points. Yes, and they're like and one they're, and three. They're one and three. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, uh, that, that those are Mahomes' dream numbers there. But and they, you know, so, they lost. And, by, they lost by three. They lost by four. They lost by three. It's like and every game they were winning until the fourth quarter. So, anyway, it's just heartbreaking. It like, is. These poor it, Lion fans. Oh my goodness! It really. I, mean, is. I, don't, I'm not, I don't really take pity up the Dolphins fans are pretty hard luck too. But it really this is. is next, but yeah. but fear not, they play the Patriots next week. Oh. <laughs> They only score twenty one to still win that one. So this is so this will be the one game that I'm going into this year that I'm like I have no idea I can't call this one like this is a, I yeah, feel like the I, I wonder should, what the odds makers are doing. I, I, I would feel like the Lions should I would beat the Pats plus two. Pats Pats favored by two. Uh, uh, is it in New England? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I just had it pulled up. If, if it's home, I, I'll give the Patriots a two point. It's it's in New England. Yeah. What's the spread? Do you know? Um, New England minus three. Oh, see. I said minus two. Okay, so yeah, I think that's pretty close. I mean, that's pretty. I think the Lions could blow them out, or it could be like a blow. It could be like a yeah. tight game again, or yeah. You know. All right, and my last point, yeah, of the of the NFL, and we'll move on with our lives, is the Dolphins. <laughs> will will we move on with our lives? I'd, I let me know. But the Dolphins. I mean, we haven't touched upon too much on the Tua thing because obviously that's going to play itself out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna always refrain from commenting yeah. too much because. I, I was looking at, I was looking around, reading everything, and so many opinions, so many doctors from yeah. Twitter medical school that I yeah. literally just want to take a, just take a breath, take a step back, and actually let the process play out and see what happens. Um, I think to me, intention is a big deal. Coach McDaniel, his intention, what I don't believe, would ever be to put his player in harm for it. So that's just my, that's just my take on it, but I want to wait to see what's, what, what's yeah. the truth. But in the football arena, the, the, you know, I think the Dolphins have gotten away a little bit with, I mentioned before that with their defense, which is like really, 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 really bend, but don't break and step up. And you know, when you have to goal line stands, fourth downs, you know, all that stuff, they've been next level. They drop easily three pick sixes that they could change the whole tenor every game they they're, they're bending to the point where they're middle of the pack defense when we're top 10 defense we not we're not pressuring the quarterback we're not providing that type of that type of like desperation from 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 behind the line that people that we take advantage of that we cut off yeah. routes and jump routes and all that stuff so anyway that that could be worked out we, we have the same defensive coaches from last year that were so good at this people are just a half a step behind from they're not we're almost getting there we're not quite there but if that steps up and bridgewater can just can be do what what a veteran quarterback does just manage the game right balance offense play action you have tyreek still to kind of distract or catch you have you know you have, we still have that offense the, the, we, have, we have those weapons and he can get the ball there as you, as you saw 
last week he did a 65 yard bomb to Tyreek. So I think there is a way of because we're going through this soft, really kind of gelatinous part of the schedule for the Dolphins. We have mm-hmm. like Bears and Lions and Jets and Texans and Jaguars and all these like teams that we cannot on paper lose to any of them. So if we can get through this schedule by the time Tua, Tua gets back, then we can manage. That. So I think I think that's the, the thing: manage the game. And Teddy cannot lose the game with turnovers and bonehead things. And I don't think. I think that's going to be the coaching part of McDaniel. Make sure that Teddy doesn't. If Teddy does screw up, we have this great third string quarterback, which I which lit up the preseason, which I know means nothing to some people, but he was the, the number one quarterback in the preseason in every rating and everything else. And he and, and the fans love him. And I, and I forget his name now, but he's really he's mm-hmm. a pocket passer with one of these classic Garofalo type passers, which I you know which Dolphins tend to like since Dan Dan the man. Mm-hmm. Rule the day. Anyway, so that's essentially the last point I'll make about the Dolphins. I was looking at this on YouTube. There was a whole thing that they showed Tua's top ten plays, and I saw them. Then they said hit here to see him as a right-handed quarterback because watching him as a lefty, you have this kind of hook thing going on, and mm-hmm. and the people are criticizing his release and all this stuff. You flip it around, like you flip the camera around, and he's a right-handed. Yeah, it's like Mahomes. I swear to you, it's like the beautiful pocket pass. It's amazing how perspective it is. It's all the same, the same play, obviously, just flipped. Uh-huh. I, w- I wonder if people would have the same view of him if he was a right-handed quarterback. I'm just saying. Um, all right. So that is my NFL stuff. Do you have anything else? Do you? Well, I have a question for you as, as a Dolphins fan. Is there any level of concern that Tua will never be the same again? No. Uh, as a person or the quarterback? So even uh, no, I'm saying like even though you know, so Look, it's concussion, concussions build upon themselves. Know, so the more the more you get them, the easier they are to get. And so you know, so I guess where I'm going with this is the other night I was talking with, with a friend of mine, and you know he had posed the question. Or I don't think he meant to, but he basically posed the question: Do you think it's career ending? And I was like, No, it's not career ending. And then like. The more I started to think about it, it was like it could it potentially be like you know career like career dwaning like like well yeah I look I think think of the Colts quarterback um, that retired in Andrew Luck sure yeah 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 and I, I think about him a lot and yeah. Andrew Luck and I'm thinking how could a guy who's 28 years old at the height of everything you know everything, yeah and he chose life you know and hard to it's hard to dispute that i think it's a hard question to ask i think once sure. i saw those fingers extended and that type of neurological instant yep. damage that he had it's it's hard to deny yeah but as a fan you know obviously right of course you know, but as a person you know as someone that actually the two you know but as sports fans we i don't know how other people are about the fans but i care about these people i i like you know i know you know i you know i think i know more about Rafa Nadal than I do about my own brother <laughs> at, at this point. I mean, I literally care about yeah. these people because I want them to, to at their best and succeed. And, you know, and Rafa's been through the same type of thing, injury after injury after injury. And I'm like, come on, come back. And, I, and I'm thinking at some point he's going to say, I can't, you know, and I think yeah. Tua, his competitive spirit is undeniable. He's going to be fighting yep. to be in tomorrow. He, yep. he wants yeah. to play Sunday, you know. Right. So, but I'm saying we have to protect him from himself. And I want to hear calmly, if the new helmets are helping, if look, I don't think what we'll see Tua do did what he did last year. I don't know if you remember he did like this third and seven, and he ran through the middle and he bowled over a, a middle linebacker and a safety, and he was like, yeah, and he was like, he was all tough guy because he was like, he got the first down, but he was like, but I mean, the entire team was holding their breath because it's Tua. You're not going to run over most yeah. middle linebackers, you know. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that era is done for him. I think he has to really slide he has to we have to have an offensive line meeting that says if anyone lets anyone go go through you'll be decapitated um i mean it's i don't know i mean i'm on i'm of two minds as a a fan of course i want him back now but as a person i will understand if he walks away and i'll be heartbroken because well, yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean that. I, I don't. No, th- I think I, I don't think I he'll think, walk away. Like, but I, I don't just, think so. I, that, that, I just yeah. mean like you know, he'll be more tentative, or he'll be more. Yeah, like could could yeah. this could this in in two or three years from now could yeah. this be the moment that you look back and go, yeah, that was that was it. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's this could be when he goes back and 
he plays for he plays well for a year and a half, and then he says, "Hey, you know, I've done this. I have. I'm scared about my health." He had a big hit against some random team when we were up yeah. by 15 or something, and then he's like, "I'm I'm dizzy again. I don't want to get CDC." You know, yeah, you know, like, you know. and when when you get rocked that hard, like you know, like I mentioned, like future concussions become that much easier. So now, so now, just the the simple sacks, right? The simple, the yeah. simple, like I shouldn't I say simple, but like. A, yeah, no, a heavy it. sack that normally yeah. you just kind of brush off, and it's like, oh man, that guy. You know, that's what'd you call me? What'd you call me? What'd you call me? But you know, but, but here's what I'll say. The last thing I'll say about it, and I'm not gonna be all RPF yeah. about it. I'm just gonna say it. it's not an excuse. It's just it's just an observation. It's a constant hypocrisy or the double standards that the, that the league has. That hit, the legal hit that the Bengals dude did on Tua to cause all this or to trigger all this. If that was Mahomes, or God forbid Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers, flies would have flown. It would he he drove him to the ground. He didn't land on him, but he drove him he, to, to the ground. That's not allowed well, for quarterbacks. Pulled him down. I want you to take a look at, at that at that replay. Yeah, he, and he just like imagine pulls, Tom he like Brady pulls him down. He, they're no, like no, no, twisting, dude. and he pulls him. He doesn't drive him into the ground. He's they're twisting. He, drove, he threw him he, down to the ground, and he grabs onto his hips. And, and he, he pulls him down. Okay. No, no. That's a very generous description of what happened. But okay. I and gave you a de- I gave you a generous description of what happened the week prior with his it's, back issue. Um <laughs> which wasn't a back <laughs> issue. Which he believes it to be so, and that was cleared that way. So I mean the Dolphins did think about this. Here's the thing. The Richard. NFLPA and the NFL are blaming the Dolphins. The Dolphins follow protocol. If the protocol's wrong, then that's not their fault. You know? Agreed. That's the issue. That's the issue. So, so don't look at McDaniel or the Dolphins organization as some nefarious team who did something wrong when, in fact, their protocol is wrong. Agreed. So, but okay. every single person in America watched him get up and stumble and go, that man's got a concussion. Well, I think he did. I think he had a slight concussion, <laughs> but he cleared the protocol. So, I mean, and by the way, just last point on this, to play the way he did the second half, which was lights out, no, no pun intended, he literally played tremendously well to win the game against the Bills. Then he come out he was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in practice, doing great, talking perfectly well. He was like quipping. He was like, there was no sense or no no indication of anything neurological happening. It wasn't like he was like all of a sudden protected from the media. He was out there the whole time, and he was. So my point is that I'm not saying that that was wrong. I'm, I'm just saying that the Dolphins didn't. I, don't, I can't believe knowingly did anything wrong. I mean, that's all. Remember, yeah. a outside consultant is the one who who. who who clears him? It's not the team doctor, you know. So, I find it all very, you know. People are quick to point fingers, but what what else would you have done? Like you would what? And by the way, how about the criticism from the fan base or from anybody? If he's if Tua clears protocol and it becomes public in two seconds, and we still hold him back, if McDaniel says no, you're not ready because I know more than the doctors, and then we lose that game to the Bills, then what happens? So, I mean, they're, they're, they're in a the tough spot here. If the NFL's protocol is wrong, then you better fix it today because that's not the Dolphins' fault. That's just my own point of view. Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't going to go all RPF on you, Jonah, and now you rile me up. You know, I'm not becoming well, like the normal way. Of... I don't know why you're going RPF on me. Like, I, <laughs> no, I didn't say. Not you. I'm not putting on, blame. On, on, the, on the NFL at large. I mean, this yeah, type of I constant agree. double standards, you know. I still, I'm still not over Colin Kaepernick not having, not having a career. So that's. Don't get me started on the NFL's hypocrisy, which, by the way, they later embrace his own policies as the standard what? of the NFL. Why? Which is how, like, how, hang on, how did Colin Kaepernick come into this? And furthermore, the election, election was not stolen. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the world has climate change. And you know, anyway, I can go on, but I won't. Okay, yeah, football. Let's go to. Oh, let's go back, revisit the huh? This right? <laughs> are, aren't we there yet? I'm dying for the huh. This weekend, huh? Yeah. Um, all right, I'll, I'll jump in first because, like I said, ours car, mine card already got teased a little bit, which is fine. I'm okay with that. My feelings aren't hurt. Oh, I'm um, fine with that. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, so my my uh, my this weekend, huh, is uh, is the Ravens. Like, and in specifically, uh, going for a going for it at fourth and goal on the two with I think like four minutes ish left. Tie game, you have an oppor- a opportunity on a plate to take the lead with very little time left. And I understand, you know, it, you're going against Josh Allen and three points is not like super secure. And, but like, and the Ravens defense is in the fourth quarter is non existent, apparently. But 
but I mean, come I on. so a couple take, things. Take so, the lead. so like, yeah. t- take the lead, man. Like, show your defense, Harbaugh, show your defense a little bit of respect. Can you imagine one one turnover, you win the game. You know, it's like, one turnover, like, and not to mention, like, so let's say the Bills get it back and they drive down and they get a field goal and then you're going to overtime, like, big deal. Okay, it, it, you know, you got to go home. right? Um, but like, so there, there's there's the decision to go for it, and then I gotta say, like. Lamar Jackson, what are you doing, man? <laughs> okay, so you're going to go for it, and that play starts to break down. What's the one thing you cannot do? <laughs> like, the one thing you cannot do is throw an interception in the end zone for a touchback and bring it out to the 20. That they would have exactly, at least yeah, yeah. they would have at mm-hmm. least been backed up to the you know their own two yard line, and you know then it's a different story. And it's, it's just, it, it could have been a butt punt. And then to go even further, so the the you know the 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 Bills drive down and they get that run up the middle, and like and I know this is really hard for defenses to do, but like you're supposed to let them score, mm-hmm. and they they just the, the guy the guy can't let's let stop them on the half <laughs> stop them on the half yard line. Let's the guy, wait two the more guy can't let them score. So it's just all People, these right, blunders. And I will tell you this to, to your point. That's one of my topics I had in my mind to talk about at some point. The biggest. My, the biggest shift in priorities for football players and coaches, they have to they have to teach time management. By the way, they need time management skills themselves. They literally don't understand time is the only commodity that matters in football. This isn't baseball, which you know <laughs> until now with the with the clock coming right. for the pitchers. Thank God. Right. But the, the, <laughs> agree. agree. You would have been driven out of baseball much sooner. No, than, no. Than I, was, I, were, I, I work quick. I work quick, Richard. You work quick. You got the hook. Quick. You got a quick hook. That's good. Okay. All right. The point is that in football, nothing matters. I mean, to me, clock management in the third quarter with eight minutes left is just as important as the fourth quarter with two minutes left. Get your ass to the line, you you yeah. tubs. Get up there. You know, it just makes me crazy when we lose 30 seconds. What? Mentally yeah. masturbating each other when you should be like, those 30 <laughs> seconds could mean the difference between a win and, mm-hmm. and a loss. I, to me, clock management is the number one skill required Everyone needs to go to a TED talk about managing the <laughs> clock in football because no one does it well. Belichick historically has done it well until he didn't this year. For I forgot what game it was, but it was he did something he completely a couple, well, yeah, a couple of boneheaded moves. But yeah. the point is that it's but it's chronic. I think that especially with the new coaches and the younger coaches that think, oh, fourth and twelve from the thirty, great, let's do it, you know, <laughs> whatever. Or you know, it's like people should take. A course in mathematics right. <laughs> and a course in, in clock management. But by the way, numbers matter. That's the headline. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast. But yes, I just want to say it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I they, like, but I like your hell. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the Ravens. And then again, like you mentioned earlier, I mean, it's the second time this year they've blown a uh, 17 point lead. You you brought up that they had, uh, I think you said 102 wins. Yeah, with a seven point lead. 102 was the record. And so the the stat that I saw was they were they were on a streak of 61 consecutive wins. Yeah. When Until leading by 17. And it's just and then, and then, the then yeah. And then yeah, and then they're just they're yeah, I, it leaves me going When when did the Patriots play the Ravens? Do you know? We already did. I'm sorry, Patriots. I'm I'm thinking the Bills and Ravens at this coming up. Okay. Um Okay, cool. All right. In my huh, wait, let's do it again. Uh-huh. Um, to me, it's a battle of running back studs this past week. Right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was looking at this game, probably the only one in the country besides the two markets. But I was looking at it as Derrick Henry <laughs> versus Jonathan Taylor. Right? right. Derrick Henry is the five-year going, you know, stud of yeah. you know, elite of running backs, and Jonathan Taylor, who was blew everyone's mind open last year, including yours, because um, you're like the big Jonathan Taylor fan. So, well, I was. For basically, well, for- here's the thing. But Derrick Henry has had, I mean, this year, if we talked about last episode, it's been a very quiet off year for, for, for running backs. It's yeah. like they're almost irrelevant, which is crazy yeah. Yeah. In, in a whole NFL, which is all about pound, run, run, run. You know, I mean, the Bears, the Steelers. You, you know. men- yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Tom Brady reliant too much reliance on his receivers. I think Fournette had negative three yards. That's insanity. <laughs> if, and I was praying, remember, last last season, podcast, I was praying that Fournette would come to Miami because I think I think he has at least two or three more years left of great checkdown option and just give give him the ball for third and two. You know. Anyway, the point is that the running backs are kind of taking a, a step back from the slot receivers and the, and just the speed outside in the corners for the receiving end. So here we go: Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, a true, you know, old old timey NFL type of 
you know, game that the run should dominate. So, so meanwhile, Derrick Henry's had a very kind of mediocre season. If that, nothing to show for it. Jonathan Taylor's been, you know, doing Jonathan Taylor things a little bit, but against so so the the Titans against the the Titans had a middle like the rank number twenty against the run defense. Okay, and they stop Jonathan Taylor. Let me get these numbers right. They stopped him for. 42 yards total in 20 carries. Now, I guarantee you, <laughs> those are numbers I'm pretty sure I can make. <laughs> in 20 carries, I, I, just I, fall forward. A, before, right, before a line of those fat boys in front of me, I'll, I'll find something. I'll find 20 yards, I mean, or 42 yards in 20 carries. Now, Derrick Henry, on the flip side, had his best game of the year, which wasn't like lights out, but he, he, he had 22 carries. You know, that's my favorite number. He had 22 carries for 114 yards. So that's a solid Derrick Henry game so i'm just thinking did the titans the middle of the middle of, of the pack defense titans yeah. unlock some magic potion to neutralize jonathan taylor if that's the case the colts are going to be in deep deep trouble <laughs> <laughs> deep yeah. deep trouble because yeah. you have the colts like winning the wild card or something so um i, I literally I, I, I definitely had the colts being 20 way better carries? than they are yeah. Jonathan Taylor, 20 carries for 40 really yards bad. against like, the Titans? It's really bad. It, yeah. like anyway, that's that my huh? Well, I say I say it's really bad, but I just I I had to look it up because I, I knew the stat was crazy. So Leonard Fournette had negative three yards on the day. <laughs> wow. The Bucks rushing the Bucks as a team rushed for three yards. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a scramble from Brady running for his life. No, not even. It was uh white. Um, Rashad White. Oh my gosh! But yeah. Anyway, um, yes, Jonathan Taylor uh, has been a shell of himself this year, and averaging two yards a carry against against the Titans' rush defense is is a huge red yeah, flag. Totally. All right, let's get to the to the next stuff because we have to. Uh, our fans are like. Have to get their they're getting they're doing blow drying for their hair they're like they have to they have, they have to read <laughs> books on tape whatever they do they have more to do Richard a true I crime I, they have a yeah, true crime podcast <laughs> to, to check out which right. by the way this is almost a true crime podcast <laughs> today which we're talking about the NFL and, all right you know, well then let's move along let's give us give it hit us with your uh, RPF right now for the week right now I think I was watching this weekend and my buddy who lives in Houston just told me he goes wait. Your team, your, 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 your alma mater just had a kick-ass game. I said, I'm watching it. You know, many of you know that I graduated from, from Tulane University in New Orleans, which is a, you know, a great school, and I had a really great time there. But one of the <laughs> big tragedies of my life, as editor of the school paper for the whole time I was there, I would go to all the games, you know, all the sports, you know, yeah. baseball and basketball. And basketball, we're known for basketball. Yep. NIT every year, we're, you know, we're, we're pretty solid there. In fact, when I was there, Hot Rod was the – star player ended up playing for a few years in the in, in the nba anyway but football we played in, in the cavernous superdome downtown new orleans oh, yeah, which yeah. was it's a bleak place before katrina and after <laughs> but before it was like this eighty thousand seat stadium and yeah. we would have seventeen thousand people yeah that's that's tough basically my friends it. yeah in the middle of the on the 50 between the 42 and the 42 <laughs> yard lines we would have the, the entire team right so we would be there like we would like drinking since 10 in the morning because you know anyway i'll, but, I'll tell you because it's the new records, <laughs> yes i tell you when i was there we were 10 and 31 in my in, in the oh, four wow. years i was up too late 10 and, and culminating wait for it culminating with a one and 10 season the, the, the year i graduated it was a sad spectacle. Oof, to, to zero. And on top of that, we had, as I mentioned before in a different podcast here, um, Gumby. Gumby was our mascot. <laughs> right. So Gumby, <laughs> Gumby was trying to be on the sidelines, trying to inspire basically my friends that are literally just drinking themselves blind because we can't believe we're sitting there. And in this interior, like, like Coliseum of horror. And then, and this is during the Aints, you know. Remember the Saints, the Aints. Yep. So at the same time frame, the Aints fans had the paper bag over their head. We just had like Gumby, which was even sad <laughs> in some ways. So we would watch this team lose. I'm talking about home- homecoming against LSU, 52 to 10 or something. It was ridiculous. <coughs> we would beat like the girls lacrosse team from Appalachia State. Or something, you know, it was that type of thing. Anyway, so we lost every game. So now this year, 
unexpectedly, and we've had a rough run off and on, but basically nothing serious. No, no one thinks of Tulane when they think of, and you know, and we're Division One NCAA, yeah. so we're so finally we, we built like ten years ago we built a stadium on campus at Tulane, which is okay. gorgeous. The Duke Stadium, in fact, it's beautiful. I mean, I'm thinking, where was that when I was there? You know, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, just like wow, it's like this gem of a college stadium on campus which is great so that changes gumby was that makes executed in the back which no one talks about <laughs> we don't we don't know where he went but he's no longer with us you know he you're, was he's been he's you're been. not getting it done my friend <laughs> <laughs> and, and green right and and still the mascot is the green wave which is epically one of the worst names ever for any i'd rather be like the maggots or something you know i'd rather be any guy like the sloths you know anyway but no we're the green wave in a town that goes to the mississippi river which is Notoriously brown, so I'm a, what I don't know what green wave they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a murky, murky wave. Should be called. Murky anyway, <laughs> swampland would be yeah. better. Anyway, the actually the New Orleans Bayou, the Tulane Bayou would be better. Anyway, the point is Tulane has this year we're four and one, and we're competitive in that loss. We're we're we ha we're heading into a season that could it looks like possibly could be. Seven three or you know yeah. eight and two if we're lucky. So I mean that's a playoff. That that I mean right playoff. That's a bowl, bowl yeah. invitation. Yeah, yeah. So to, if Tulane goes to a bowl, I mean the city will just melt. And the city. And by the way, the whole point of it is that the New Orleans is a city that could use a win, right? We've yeah. had they've had a rough yeah. rough decade and a half or so. I mean everything that happens to them is just like it's. And by the way, if you've never been there, it's truly one of the most distinctive, beautiful places in yeah. the country that looks like it should be preserved. It's such a. It's, it's the nickname is the city that care. For God, and like the Crescent City is like this. That you know, of course, the French influence for the French Quarter, yeah. but beyond the cliche of that, which is basically the, the Times Square right. in your city right, version. Right, right. Of that. But outside of that, the people are just—they're just great, and the and the town is beautiful, and and Tulane is like hard luck, and in prettiest campus, I would argue, yeah. top ten campuses yeah. of gorgeousness. And I've never anyway, been, so the but... point is, Tulane's four and one. So go Green Wave, roll okay. Green Wave. Okay, Green Wave. Green, oh, that, green that, wave, oh, green that wave. was my green wave. Oh, the green wave. <laughs> the green wave. I'm the pink wave. Right now, but, okay. Anyway, so Tulane, that's a, that's, a, that's a team I wouldn't expect to mention, and here we are. Four and one, baby. All right. Okay. Well, well this is actually this is working out perfect, uh, RPF, because my lightning round has to do with uh, shitty mascots. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Talk about a segue. Is anything worse right. than Gumby? I so don't I, think so. So go we're going to do it a little bit different um, this this today. I, I thought we'd go through, I thought we'd have some fun. I thought we'd go through each of the NFL divisions, and I want you to tell me the worst mascot slash team name in each division. Okay. 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 Um, Commanders. So, Oh, <laughs> so okay, so hang on, so so, so let's let's start with the NFC East, because <laughs> right. so so everyone can kind of get the gist of what we're doing, right? NFC yeah. East: Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, Commanders, Commanders. What's the what, what's the mascot? Is like Captain Crunch? What, what's the what's the mascot of the Commanders? <laughs> right. I mean, okay. right, Captain Crunch. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. All right, NFC North: Vikings, Packers, Bears. Lions. Nothing's worse than Packers to me. I mean, I, as someone who has the same, bad jokes, same. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it, if you think about desserts and that you know hot it's, fudge, it's one know, of it's those, kind of like it's one of those strange ones because they're such a historic team. But you're like, yeah, what were they thinking? Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Packers. <laughs> it's just that's a word. Google that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> careful, careful what comes up. Exactly, and you may want to clear your your clear cash history afterwards because you might be getting some pop ups that you don't want to have your children see. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, NFC South. We got Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers, Saints. This is a tough um, one. Yeah, Buccaneers to me is like glorifying people who rape and pillage. I I just don't understand that. But um, first of all, I don't know if Tampa was famous for pirates. I don't know what I mean from Disney World, which is close by. I don't understand the pirates of, the, of Penzance. What pirate right. is in Tampa? I mean, I don't understand because pirates I mean, more like Bahamas, more like east eastern side of Florida. It's in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, the yeah. Caribbean. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what Caribbean. Is. I think that's I, I I call foul on cultural <laughs> appropriation from the Caribbean. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're going, are you going bucks? You're going bucks on the bucks, bucks, okay. 100%. Okay. Um, by the way, I've, I've mentioned like the basically the top teams from every division is <laughs> the worst name, just, <laughs> just, kind of... just shitting all over the best teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, NFC West, 
We've got no offense to fudge packers or whatever. <laughs> and we're derailing. NFC West. This is a good lightning round. <laughs> NFC okay. West. We've got the 49ers, the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. First of all, it's a tie. The 49ers, again, this is why I, I, I had a tie as well. Did you? Yeah. The 49ers <laughs> is also glorifying people who literally raped and pillaged the entire area. And if San Francisco, as you may know, it had a duality to it. People who live there all say they always claim that, you know, oh, I'm 14th generation San Franciscan. It's a big deal to be many generations there, uh-huh. which means that you're either a, you know, a, a, a grifter or a prostitute because the women that were there were just <laughs> prostitutes to keep the men happy enough to while they dig for gold. So basically, the longer your generations from San Francisco, you're closer to being a whore or a grifter. So that's one thing. So, so the 49ers, not an era I would remember. I would, you know, they have a million things going for it. You could, the Golden Gates or something. Anyway, but, and then you have the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know what type of Cardinal strikes fear in anybody, but I mean, it's <laughs> like <laughs> literally, and by the way, by the way, baseball Cardinals were there. Hundred years before you. So what the actual f are you appropriating? The, and by the way, the Cardinals are not that prevalent in St. Louis. I don't understand what that. And they're not at all in Phoenix. So I don't understand the yeah. Cardinal name. Okay, I'm, I, I'm I, I agree. The, I'm yeah, actually the, enjoying this lightning round. The best, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I, I, I never realized I had so many opinions about this. <laughs> same, but I'm, I'm the same with the 49ers. I'm like, you're, you're, it's just your your mascot is just like a it's an era. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like history book <laughs> should be like a a, a gold like a, a pick. Yeah. Oh no, a dishpan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sifting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sifting. Yeah. All right, let's go up. Uh, uh, so this one's gonna this one's gonna hit home. Let's go up to the AFC East. You got the Dolphins, Bills, Jets, and Patriots. What's a bill? True. Very Buffalo true. Bill is an, is an outlaw who was killing right. people. Right. So I don't know what they're glorifying so, there. The, What's so a bill? That is. They, well, they, they were. They claim they were named after Buffalo Bill, and then they just took they, on that were, were, were named after Buffalo. They not were named after that, Buffalo. The name Buffalo Bills. Comes from Buff Wild Buffalo Bill. That's not right. He didn't live in Buffalo. It's like saying, "How about the Dol- how about the, the Miami Ted Bundys?" Or you know, I don't understand Buffalo well, Bill. Well, I a- mean, he was. A, I don't know if he was a. Well, he was like, he's glorified in his lore like, of history. Okay, I think people. the Bills are a terrible name. Okay. The Jets. It's a, it's appropriate because if you go to that stadium, all you see is airplanes. <laughs> back <and forth>. Exactly. <laughs> There's three airports that, that cross yeah. themselves over the. Yeah. You know, so that's a that's annoying. And the Patriots. Uh, it's a little bit jingoistic, but you know, fine. New England. So yeah. here's here's I mean, here's my gripe. I was I'm going with the Patriots as a as a Patriots I think, fan. I think it should be called Boston Patriots. By the way, I don't think the whole New England teams that are called Boston. All New England rallies around yeah. them, but New England, it's like. <laughs> So I'm I'm going with the Patriots on this one because I just like as a fan when I get ready to like you know gear up for a big game I'm like let's dress up as a Patriot I'm like what do I even wear like what do I it's like a it's like a furry party it's like you have to go like, you have to get in costume well listen it's, it's better than having a dolphin head on your or a fin on your but back, that'd be so fun I just wanna... that would be fun I think it would be fun if you're yeah. mine yes at least, at least you have a blowhole and we're back. <laughs> Speaking of Packers, <laughs> all right, AFC North. You got the yes. <laughs> we got the Browns, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. Okay, what's a Brown? I, I mean, I mean. <laughs> all right, AFC South. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Perennially on this. Hey, was, was Jim Brown there when it was called the Browns already? Gino? I don't know. Because it could be named for him as an homage to how good he was, which I would accept. Interesting. I would, uh, of course. Interesting. Because, you know, call it the, it should be called like, you know, the Green Bay um, Lombardis or something. Or Green Bay, you know, what's his name? The quarterback from back in the day. Um, Right. Star, Bart Star. Mm -hmm. All right. AFC, AFC South, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, Texans. Texans. Texans, the, get like, over yourself. Texans, yeah. <laughs> what the, what, yeah, like saying the St. Louis Missourians, you know. What the right. Houston, you know, like the Oilers made more sense to me. Maybe that's, maybe, that's who we, maybe that's who we should be. We should be the New England Puritans. <laughs> the New England Independents, <laughs> as you guys are. New England, All right, like, last one. Skiers. Yeah. Last one, then we can wrap this up because we have derailed big time. I'm, I'm exhausted. Go ahead, tell me. Is the AFC West, we got the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, Broncos and Chiefs 
I'm not. They're just cowboys and Indians. I mean, I I find them both kind of alarming. I mean, <laughs> cowboys is. were Amer. You know, it the is, Chiefs I- are like a little bit close to the bone of not PCness. I mean. It is, the but I would, riot, I would argue no. that it's that it's. I would argue that it's paying homage. I mean, it's it's not like <laughs> that's what that's what the, the native people I mean, I've read about said that it's, it's, a, it's a respecting. Yeah, the, yeah the, like they the, were chiefs, but were they all chiefs? They were all chiefs. There were some people who were not chiefs, right? The but that's what I'm that saying. They're, leading, yeah. But they're they're paying respect to the 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 people who ran. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll defer to the people who are could sure. be offended, and, and they're not. Sure. So okay. So right. the chiefs, you have <laughs> the raiders. What's a raider? People who just conquer land. So it's it, you would have the same argument as you did with the box. It's raiders, like raiders just, of the lost ark. Like what's a, are there raiders in Oakland ra- slash Las raiders, Vegas? Raiders, rape and pillage, as far as I understand. Rape and pillage, right? Well, aren't they yeah. like the bad dude? Well, it's to be fair, they're pretty close to what the raiders actually are historically. So <laughs> I think that's not that far off from the Kent Stabler era people. So hang on. So then we have who else do we have? The chargers. chargers. Are like are they charging their cars? Is this a thing? California is so like, kind of like they're a lightning like, bolt. <laughs> they're, they're like an EV. Like, like, like they're, they're the most. 21st century, I would say they were the right. most climate change right. considerate right. pro planet <laughs> name of all of them is the are the Chargers. So I think that's good. They are the. And what's the other one? Uh, that's it. The last Chief, one. Chiefs, Chargers, oh, Broncos, Raiders. Oh, Broncos. Yeah, I mean, a horse. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want a Bronco near my head. So I think that's a that's a pretty good name. And and, and they have a cool thing that they they have the horse thing when they score a touchdown and they have yeah they go. Rawr! That's exactly how it goes. I do. I do believe. This is the perfect way to end this podcast. (laughs) And we're done. You can find us on all of your major uh, (laughs) podcast listening platforms: uh, Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Go search Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPF. Also on Instagram and Twitter, and our dedicated YouTube channel. Sports, of course, with Jonah and RPS. Subscribe to YouTube for favor. Yeah. Um, Listen, Jonah, this, is, this has been a packed week. No, no pun intended. This has been a fun week, and I'm <laughs> um, looking forward to... This is usually the Dolphins go to... Every year they go to play the Jets in New York. It's called the Dolphin Takeover. And we have, if you look at the game for a second, you will see the stadium is packed, which is never is. And you'll see half the stadium is all Dolphin Talks. We, we literally this have like 30,000 people there. in Met, yeah. at MetLife? At MetLife. Okay. At MetLife, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be a, it's like every time the Dolphins do something well, you see this huge roar. You're like, what's going on? It's like, because, because it's the Dolphin Takeover. So anyway, so okay. have that on the lookout. All right, I sir. Will I will talk to you. I'll, I'll see you next week. All right. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one, people.